guys, welcome to God's Reporter Podcast. I'm your host, David Fry. This is where we come and share the good news straight from the Holy Bible. First of all, though, we've got a a special guest with us today. We've got Andre Powell, a.k.a. that guy on the Amped Up Squad podcast. That's A-M-P-P-E-D, Up Squad podcast. Andre, I want to thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate, I'm gl- so glad to be here. I appreciate it. Uh, usually, with, we start out with an opening prayer. Would you do the honor of doing our prayer for us this morning? Oh, most certainly, most certainly. Oh, gracious Father God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your many blessings, for your outstretched hand, for your keeping and your covering. We thank you for just being God in our lives, for being the way maker for all brand new mercies that you've given us. God, even when we don't see it, we know you are working. And we thank you for this time. God bless every word that is spoken Bless every thought, every testimony, God, that is given. Bless every listener that is listening, oh God, that they might be encouraged, that they might be strengthened to keep pursuing you like never before. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen and amen. 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 Uh, Okay, Andre, you want to start talking about uh, your podcast a little bit? Oh, yes. Oh, thank you for the opportunity again, David. Um, So the Amped Up Squad podcast, there are five hosts. And I am the big brother host, if you will, of the group. And so we came together through church. And as part of it, it was just a matter of we started making uh, YouTube videos together. And after a little while, I was like, well, why don't we put this in a podcast? Why don't we talk about some of the conversations that we have all the time, just never have any footage of it or is never written down anywhere? So we took some of those conversations and brought them to the air and just started sharing kind of what God has brought us through, some of the things that God has opened our minds up to, and just, you know, from relationships to just living for God as a young adult in this time and in the different things that are going on. Uh, we put out new episodes every Wednesday, and you can follow us on all social media platforms at The Amped Up Squad. All right. That sounds good. Um, You want to tell us a little bit about what God has done in your life? Oh, yes. Um, So God has honestly done so much in my life. Um, I have so many different testimonies that I could talk about, but I think one of the ones that rings the most um, with people that I tend to have conversations with is the fact that God brought me back to the ministry. Um, In 2001, God called me to the ministry to be a speaker, to be a vessel that he would use uh, for his glory. And I figured I didn't have anything to give to the people. Um, you know, at this time, I'm about to turn 18. And knowing that God called me, I had spoken with my pastor at that time. He's like, I've been waiting for you to you come and have this conversation. And I was like, what did, like, what did you see? And he would tell me, he would go on to tell me that, you know, I saw that there was a calling on your life and other people had confirmed the same. And I was just like, okay, well, I don't know, one, what that means, but he's like, we'll train you, we'll teach you, we'll show you, you know, at least the very basics of what it is to teach and so forth. And it freaked me out a little bit. Um, I was afraid to be somebody that was talking to people above my age, and I had no life experience whatsoever outside of just being a kid. And so as I took the out to run away to school 
where I was far enough away from church where they weren't expecting me to be there every weekend. And I was close enough for my parents to come, but they weren't surprising me. (laughs) So I was able to do everything I was big enough and bad enough to do. But I remember it as clear as day um, as I had planned to continue to walk away from um, from faith and continue to walk away from this calling uh, that I was running so hard from that in 2009, that at going towards the, the end of the year, I signed up for a job to stay in the area where I was basically doing what I was doing as a college student, right? And everything all of a sudden started drying up. God reminded me at one point I went to a service and he was like, oh, you're, you're called for this. And, you know, somebody you've never met to acknowledge that, hey, there is something about you that is different. It was one of those kind of wake-up calls. And I still decided, oh, yeah, I'm going to run. But shortly thereafter, everything around me started drying up. So I was forced to move back in, back home with my parents. Uh, I was forced out, out of a job. Um, but it was dead-end jobs. It wasn't like I had a career where I was. It was I was working three jobs to, just to make ends meet. But God brought me back up to the Northern Virginia area where, you know, I would go on to eventually come back to him. And this is the thing that was so crazy. And I, I remember it as clear as day. I was in a service where, as you can imagine, the spirit of God is moving. People are getting healed. People are being encouraged, delivered from situations. And so much is going on. But I found myself angry and upset and frustrated and just wanting to be done with church. And little did I, little did I know that th- that frustration would be changed in this moment. So as I'm driving home after service, I'm sitting at a red light. And as clear as I'm talking to you right now, God said, why are you mad? And when you hear a voice as clear as you're talking to someone else, you look around and you're like, okay, who is talking? Exactly. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, right. And so I looked and I looked, I was like, okay, um, I don't know who said that, but then the voice came as clear as day again. Why are you mad? And then, of course, everything that happened throughout that day started playing back the service. You could see, I could see as clear as day the people being healed. And all while I'm sitting at this red light, and I knew it was the voice of God the second time, and I said, Lord, if you take away the pain, the hurt, and the frustration that I'm feeling right now, I will serve you the rest of my days. The light turned green, and every pain, every struggle, every thing that was holding me back at that moment was gone. Amen. And I was like, okay, woo. And to keep on going from that, after that conversation with God, I went from sitting at the back of the church, not wanting to be involved with anybody, to being at the front of the church where, you know, that preachers and so forth were. I accepted my calling into ministry. I accepted being a spokesperson, a mouthpiece for God to use. I uh, was baptized with the Holy Ghost on April 25th, 2010. I found myself a wife. (laughs) Two years later, started dating a young lady that was at the church. And two years later, we were married. Fast forward to right now, we bought a brand new home. We have three awesome kids, and we're just still moving forward in ministry. That is so awesome. That is that is great. Um, so you're are you preaching at a church now or? 
so prim- so primarily I am one of the elders at the church okay. and when the opportunity presents itself um I am able to expound on the word from that standpoint um I spend a lot of time um I am on the side a coach a life coach and a uh just a speaker uh and so I spend a lot of time talking to people and creating content to encourage people to live the dream and the purpose that God has made them for. And so you can always find me at that guy amped on all major, <laughs> on all major platform, uh, social media platforms. And I'm ultimately doing the same thing. I'm telling, uh, expounding on the word of God, sharing thoughts and that God has given me to encourage people to step out on faith, to really hone in on the things that, God, one, has purposed us for the things that he has built us and we love doing because usually those tie in hand in hand and then encouraging people to make others family. And when I say making others family is we treat family different than we treat others. Like we can say, oh, yeah, that's a friend. Oh, that's an acquaintance. But when it comes to family, family can treat us wrong, treat us bad, but we still love them. We still pray for them. We still wish nothing but the best for them and that God would do his level best. Even when they aren't necessarily doing right, we still want them to come back to the full. We still, you know, we, we do that for our family. And when it comes to engaging with others, if we look at each other as family or being a part of the body of Christ, we will look and treat other people differently. And that's one of the things that I, I try to harp on uh, when preaching and speaking, just to bring everybody together. See, that's what I try to tell people. If you're a child of God, you cannot meet a stranger. You know, you right. Everyone is a is a friend or a brother or sister in Christ, mm-hmm. and and uh, you cannot treat a person as a stranger. Right, and you know it's it's so funny that you say that specific message. Um, my dad had since I was young, since I was, I would say late middle school, early high school, would always say, son, you don't know a stranger. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but you hear it enough. It's like, okay. And so for me, I had to figure that out growing up. And as I got older, he was like, yeah, you don't know a stranger. And so we were, uh, we were at the Metro in DC and we were about to get on the Metro. And this person, you know, I greet everyone. I don't, I don't think about it. It's one of those pieces of me that I just, I greet people. And if you and I make eye contact, there's a hi, hello, how you doing, something. And this one time, I, I, I simply said, hey, how are you? And he said, oh, I'm just living the dream. And I said, but that sarcastic you know, comment that everybody often throws out. And I said, but are you really living the dream? And the person stopped in their tracks, right? And they're like, why, why would you ask that? And I said, well, are you living the dream? that you said you're living. You said you're living the dream. And he's like, oh, I, that, I just said that. But are you? And so we ended up having a, a pretty lengthy conversation. We missed the Metro that we were waiting for um, as a part of this conversation. But my dad saw me ministering and didn't, wasn't, you know, rushed or anything. And then when I finished speaking with this man, my dad said, see, you don't know a stranger. And it, it clicked. It clicked because of that, the way that God has anointed me. That is one of the gifts that 
I can't do anything about, right? It was given to me and connecting with people in such a way that they are comfortable enough to tell life stories without any prompting had to be nothing but God. But connecting that, I was like, okay, God, now I understand that that's a gift. And this was the way to use it. See, God gives us opportunities to talk to lost people, but we don't always take that take the opportunity that he gives us. And that was right. an opportunity for you to talk to that guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, it, it's, fast, it's so fascinating. Um, I am, because I speak to so many people pretty regularly, um, I have to ask God for the intentionality of people that, are longing for him, are longing for those conversations. Because I will talk to anybody, and whether they say, you know, whether we get to that conversation about Christ or not, but I have made up in my mind that I wanted to be more intentional on reaching those that are lost, that need God, and that are ripe. Um, and I know the, the Word of God tells us, you know, that one plant, one waters, but God gives the increase. And even if it's a a water, even if it's a planting a seed, just having that opportunity, I want to make sure that I am intentional. And so I'm like, Lord, send them my way. I'm available. I mean, if it's nothing else but putting that thought in their head, they're they're going Mm -hmm. to start thinking about it. And the next person that comes and talks to them, that that might be the one. Mm -hmm. But you've planted the seed in that right. And the seed starts growing. Mm. Love it. I love it. <laughs> I, I love I love being able to talk to people um, of all nationalities, all you know, all nations, all ethnicities, all religious backgrounds. Um, it's it's the heart for the people. Uh, that's for me, right? That's that's what got. That's where that stems from the not knowing a stranger. It's a heart for people um, that I grew into. I have always adored people and adored learning about co- cultures and learning wh- what, why people are who they are. Um, but, you know, the Bible tells us uh, to love, our, love God with our whole heart, our whole soul, and our whole mind, and then to love our neighbors as ourselves. That's right. And I was like, okay, well, God, what, what does that mean for me? What does that truly mean? And it's like, well, first you have to understand God's love for you. And after you understand God's love for you, how do you love yourself? And then in order to really truly love someone as yourself, you've got to understand how to love yourself. And that, that does require some, you know, some self-care, some self-love, some, hey, Lord, put me where I need to be, prune those things that aren't like you, and let me grow in you the more so that I can truly love those people um, and take that selfishness off because we can be, we can be selfish at times when it comes to wanting to see other people succeed, but that's not how Christ was. Christ went to the cross and said, Hey, forgive them for they know not what they do. And that for some may not seem like, you know, a big thing, but forgiving someone else means that one you've also had the opportunity to forgive yourself if there was something that you, you've done, right? If, right. Uh, you, and so if you had a hand in having, you know, having to ask for forgiveness, and it also falls in line with how do you want our Father to forgive us, right? Because mm-hmm. if we want 
to forgive others as our Father forgives us. He forgives us when we ask with an open heart immediately. And that sin is thrown into the sea of forgetfulness, like, oh, it didn't ever exist, if you will. Now, there may be the consequence of it, but when we go back to the Father about it, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, if we, because we remember it, because we're human, (laughs) we remember it and bring it back to him, he's like, son, daughter, what are you talking about? I have no idea as to what you're talking about. Because he has taken that sin, he has expunged it where it no longer exists to him. Um, it's like, long, putting, like putting it in a paper shredder. It's gone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's, I, I, love, I love God. I love how God does things for us all day, every day. And, and sometimes just the, the sheer magnitude of what he does blows my mind. Like I could, I could sit at a beach and just look at the, the intricacies of how the sand flows over a dune and the water goes to certain, you know, it's just the majesty of God. How can people deny him? Exactly. You go to the beach and you look at that ocean, you think, boy, God made a huge swimming pool. It's, I mean, the magnitude of it, you can't see land on the other side. Mm -hmm. What, uh, it has to be God that made all of that. <laughs> has to be. Has to be. But, uh, well, yeah, it's, it's, go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, no, I was, I was, I was just thinking. Like, and so recently, one of the things that I've been seeing a lot of people do um, is the reference of eternity to like this long, you know, this little piece of rope with one end colored as to symbolize our lives. And then the rest of it to symbolize eternity. And I, and I have been chewing on this because eternity from, from our standpoint, um, it's so, we can't even fathom it. Right. And so people use the, uh, use it as, Hey, this is what's going to happen. But I had to take it uh, even a step further because that's kind of how God did it. When it came to Abraham, he said, you know, number the stars. That's how many people are going to be blessed. Like, that's how big your family is going to be blessed. That's how many people are going to be blessed by your seed. And from that, it's, it has been stuck in my mind. If you think, take a grain of sand, right? The grain of sand is our existence, our existence while we're here on earth. And the rest of that, the sands, the dirt, the dust throughout the world is eternity. Like, the sheer magnitude of how much land, how much dirt, how much, you know, yeah. dust of all this. But, but we're only like one, our, our lifetime on this earth is only one speck of it. Like, I was okay, okay, Lord, that blows my mind that there is so much more time spent with you. We have to get it right. We have to do it right here to prepare for that. And I did a podcast not long ago about heaven. We don't have the ability to imagine how awesome heaven is going to be. Mm-mm. I mean, we know from Scripture, you know, it's going to be streets of gold and the gates of heaven will be jewels and pearls. But that's, we don't have the ability, the the most awesome thing we can imagine is going to be a lot better than that. You know, we can't, right. we can't even... We can't even go there. No. Uh-uh. 
it's, 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 it's one of those things that is so amazing. God's, God's word, as we, as we talk about it, as we work through it, as we learn more about God and his, his personality, his character, um, that we all have within us, it's just a matter of, hey, have you aligned yourself with God and with God's will and God's way for your life here? Um, I am often reminded, oh, man, and, and I'm trying to think of the scripture, and it, it'll, it'll come back to me at some point, um, but it talks about God will do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think and according to the power that's working within us. And when I think of what I can imagine, right, God is going to do beyond that. And he's already done beyond that when it comes to heaven, earth, the existence. Like, it it just blows my mind. I'm like, God, you said beyond what I can imagine. And I can imagine some, you know, pretty (laughs) nice things, if you will. Um, But to go above and beyond and exceeding abundantly. Um, above all, like it, it, it's just those words together and tied together. I'm like, Lord, not only are you going to go abundantly, but you're going to exceed that. And there's so much more. And I'm just like, okay, all right, Lord. Now let's think about heaven. And I'm like, I'm sorry, God, you, my, my brain hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, it's just, it's beyond our capability. And it's just, that's mm-hmm. just the awesome thing about it. But um, is there anything else you wanna? Would you like to say or? Um, I just want to make sure that people are encouraged just to follow Jesus. Exactly. I know that life can be difficult. I know that you know with the pandemic kind of coming to and not necessarily an end because COVID's going to be around for a while. But people are trying to get back to a a new norm, so to speak. And people have lost jobs, people have lost loved ones, people have lost so much during this time. And I just want to encourage people not to lose hope. God sees everything that we are going through. He was acquainted with everything while he was here. And if nothing else, know that he cares about you no matter what. One of my favorite quotes my dad leaves with me all the time is, God will not love you any more than he does right now, than he did yesterday, than he will forever. He is never changing. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And that love for you will never change. So keep seeking after God. Keep searching the scriptures. Keep learning more about God and really get to where God can use you. That's right. And faith is easy to have when the water is smooth. But when the waves start crashing, that's when we need to strengthen our faith. Amen. Amen. So I want to thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you have been an inspiration to me. I know you have to listeners that are out there. And if you know anyone else that would like to give their testimony, feel free to give them my email and phone number. Yes, sir. Most certainly. I definitely will. And I, well, I will, won't keep you any longer, but I do thank you so much for joining us. You have thank a great you. day. You do the same. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that was Andre Powell, a.k.a. that guy from the Amped Up Squad podcast. That's A-M-P-P-E-D, Up Squad podcast.
and you can get him on the Google, Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. He's all in all social media. But if you would like to give your testimony, feel free to email me at godsreporter01 at gmail.com or at g-o-d-s-r-e-p-o-r-t-e-r-0-1 at gmail.com or you can call or text me at 731-474-1199. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. From God's Reporter Podcast, God loves you. And I love you too. Have a great day.